This is the way. This is the way. Hello there. So say we all. May the force be with you. You're a wizard, Harry. I am Iron Man. What about second breakfast? Assemble. You're here because you know something. Whoa, this is heavy. I volunteer as tribute. I'm Batman. You have chosen wisely. The North remembers. Go infinity and beyond. The force will be with you. Welcome to the Nerdverse, nerds! Today it's for all you Spider-Man nerds out there, and I mean all of you. I'm Joanna. I always wanted brothers. Krupnik. And I'm Brian. Why does Spider-Man hate National Monuments, Plofsky? (laughs) And we could not be happier that you are in New York City with us today. All Spider-Men are welcome. Today on the Nerdverse with Joanna and Brian, we are going to be giving you our instant reaction to Spider-Man No Way Home. So please fasten those organic web shooters, and let's begin! And as we start every episode, this is your spoiler alert alert. I repeat, this is your spoiler alert alert. We will spoil everything. Spoiler alert alert. And like, if you, I mean, if you've been holding out this long for No Way Home, like, spoilers, like, this is not the place you want to be right now, so. No, please turn it off. Just yeah. download us, save us for later, but go see this movie. Totally. You do not want to be responsible for spoiling this. No. Actually, Jamie was on Overwatch, and she found out some people were spoiling it, like playing <gasps> it, and it was terrible. Yeah. People were spoiling it, like just being dicks? Yeah, yeah, totally. Oh, my God. Um, I was I felt like the advice that Brian gave me last podcast was to wear ear earplugs or earphones of uh, music, play music until you're in your seat. And boy, was that good advice because you are a sitting duck in that theater, um, waiting in line, waiting in line to get into the actual theater, waiting to get in line into the building. Mm-hmm. People leaving outside the theater, inside the theater. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. That was the best advice ever. You're welcome. I, I think I ruptured an eardrum. Well, but yeah. um, as Toby Maguire says in this movie, you are amazing. I was flying high after this movie. I'm still, I mean, this is the morning after and I'm still pretty high from it. I have to say. I, I, me too. It was so much fun. Yeah. It was so much fun. I, um, I was, it was really hard not to text you afterwards. Yeah, I know. I know. Well, tell me, tell me about, cause I, the, one of the, one of the major things that I was thinking about for you is, is and, and that you had mentioned multiple times is how, you know, excited you were for this movie, not only because of like the substance and the content of the movie, but from the experience. And, and this was your first like end game esque type of experience. So did, did the experience reach your expectations? Like, what was the audience like in your theater? Oh my god, it surpassed it surpassed my expectations. I mean, I wanted like so the theater was totally full. Uh, mm-hmm. There was even somebody who bought a handicap seat to sit on the floor. Oh wow! <laughs> Where the wheelchair goes. And side note, I think this man was um, very very drunk because he fell asleep and started snoring during the end and the entire theater was giggling, but we really tried to keep it together because even though it was so loud and he was passed out on the floor. Anyway, 
Um, <laughs> the the minute that Matt Murdock entered, do you mm. see the stick? Yeah. The audience went berserk. So for my opening quote, I also thought I thought of doing many, and one of the other ones was, yeah. uh, "I'm a really good lawyer." Oh my god! And I mean, the fact that I've been watching that show right oh, now. Oh yeah, that it must have been wild s- for you. So surreal. I was like, I literally watched him <laughs> yesterday. I mean, it was thank God I started watching this because I would have hated to miss that. Yeah. Um, because I was, you know, they don't have the opening Marvel typical starter, so you don't really get that, like, yes, what's starting? Oh, like, yeah. you get Sony, and you get, well, like, Well, you, you know. get Sony, and then you get the Marvel thing, but it's the Jake Gyllenhaal video from the first one. Yes. So you don't get the fanfare, the ba 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 yeah, that the <coughs> me, 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 that me. always that always gives me such tingles when I, when that starts, and oh. you don't get that with Sony. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Speaking of ting, oh, there's so much to talk. I don't even know where we begin. Well, let me say it's it is rocking a 95 percent on Rotten Tomatoes right now. Yeah, awesome. Which is certified fresh. People are loving this movie. Mm-hmm. Man, you know what this uh, y- y- this is this is we'll get into this more, but. I also got the feeling of like similar to Clone Wars. This mm-hmm. felt like a really good band aid for the movies that I don't necessarily like. Oh my god, the retconning, the not retconning because that implies that they erase erasure stuff. But like, yes, all those little remarks that are like, yeah, you know, the Rhino comment. Well, all, just all the allusions to the f- f- movies, like the Rhino comment, the um, the black goo from space, the uh, organic web shooters coming or- out of his wrists. Oh my gosh! One and obviously, and we'll get to that. We'll get to all the other stuff where they talk about their Uncle Ben's and their oh MJ's and Gwen's and stuff like that. The beautiful um, uh, re- power responsibility moment on the roof of the school. That's like, like so early to start crying, Brian. I know, I know. Well, okay, let's just start with let's just start with this. What was the what? When did you sob? What was the number one like Joanna needed like mm. to potentially have her a moment for herself? I think um, I can't remember. Uh, there probably were a few moments leading up to it. I mean, when 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 Tom Holland was losing it when May died, that was really hard. That was I was like Tom Holland. All right. Mm. Um, but I definitely was bawling when Andrew Garfield caught Zendaya. I'm going to cry right now. When he just look at his face, like that he's was already crying. Oh my God. He's already crying. I'm crying. That uh. was, that was, that was too much. And even at the, oh, and, and what set that moment up really well was when a Garfield, oh my God, I fucking love it. Andrew Garfield, Andrew, Gar, you heard it here, folks. You heard it here first, folks. Oh Andrew God. Garfield is our great actor. Yes! Tick, tick, web. My and, husband! And so, on the roof scene, where he's talking about what kind of person in Spider-Man he's become in his universe, and then he says, you know, he couldn't save his MJ, and then and then he says, uh, at some point, I stopped uh, pulling my punches, and yes. I got angry and filled with rage. And, like... Obviously, this movie is about Peter 
Parker Holland Spider-Man. Yeah. And and you have you have these two men. Uh, one side is this like who took what happened to him and it became really angry. And like he just he's still fun and whatnot, but there's like a true like anger to what he's doing. Mm-hmm. And and the juxtaposition of like him being one of the best ones with quips and like how angry he is is on one side. And then the other side you have the Toby Spider-Man, who's uh, lots the of that. Youthful, the youthful youth pastor. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, he is a, he's a Spider-Man from, this is what I just gained from it. And, and correct me if you think I, I totally misread this, but he's, his relationship with MJ is, is still complicated. He's aloof. He like, he's, he's in a different set of Spider-Man movies, like in terms of like, so, and he's like pure good, if you will. Mm. So you have him on one side and then you have the Andrew on the other side. And this movie was about like the two Spider-Mans helping to mold the Tom Holland, we know into the middle Spider-Man. And we'll get more into, into that. And that's why this movie works. This movie doesn't work because like Willem Dafoe doesn't have a mask on and he's spectacular. This movie oh doesn't God. work because like Alfred Molina is a magic man. Like, well, actually it's Dr. Strange is a magic man, but you know what I mean? <laughs> this movie I- works because it's a character piece about Spider-Man, about the, like about Tom Holland becoming the Spider-Man that we all want him to be with that, you know, to steal, um, to steal a phrase from Hawkeye, uh, uh, his collateral damage with May. Yeah. Yeah. That's uh, a really but when good he point. catches her. Uh, oh my God. He just already has tears in his eyes. I also think, um, gr- talking big picture that, you know, you just mentioned that's, that's a great, great true point i also think there's something about how it ends with holland with with peter with holland's peter parker going out a hero that no one will ever know where tony did it and everyone knew Mm. and left a legacy and and peter tony wanted him to be better than he was Mm mm-hmm and he was better than he was yeah because he took a life of literally no one and was the hero just to save these little guys that go home and to save the world well to save the multiverse from cracking open or whatever yeah so i thought that was really poetic that he um that i mean i was i was kind of miserable to be honest um i've i thought it was so sad. It was so devastating that he doesn't have Aunt May or the, any relationships mm-hmm. or any memories of what he's done. Um, but it offers a nice new beginning. And they gave us that beautiful new suit, the OG, beautiful blue oh, yeah. um, handmade suit, which was really lovely. But I was very sad. I was sad too. And I, I want to talk about like timeline and logistics a little bit later. We don't have to do it now. Um, but that ending kind of bringing this trilogy to a close and, you know, going back to Tony, Tony quote dragged him up. Tony like introduced him into this Avengers world. And he's just like still this kid. And a lot of what he was doing, a lot, one of the complaints that you and I have, at least I have, I don't know if you agreed with it, about the Tom Holland Spider-Man movies is they're so Tony-focused. The mm. villains are Tony-focused. The um, 
all the the gadgets and whatnot are Tony focused, and that's super fun. Don't get me wrong, but like there was definitely a Spider Man element, like missing to it. Friendly neighborhood, his own costume, and all of that. That obviously the other ones had. Uh, I I definitely. I'm super excited for those movies and man, what a brilliant idea and execution to make these three movies where Spider-Man is more advanced than we'd ever seen him actually be his origin story. Like we all just assumed that he had an uncle Ben. He didn't, he would have brought him up on the roof if he actually had an uncle Ben, but it was just him and may. So, and then by, and then with may giving him the line with great power comes great responsibility. Like, that's his uncle Ben moment, but with aunt may. And that was just like truly spectacular. And I really, man, it was really heartbreaking. And Willem Dafoe was so much more. Thank God the CG has advanced because Willem Dafoe in the goggles with the hood and like the green, like the the real green goblin look that I, I prefer was just so effective. And my, I think one of my favorite parts of the movie that I didn't expect to be my favorite is when he's in the apartment with all the villains trying to help them, Ugh. and he has his spider ting, his, his Peter ting, his oh Spidey sense, and like it takes him a while. Like we're following him, and it takes him all to figure out who it is. That was yes. such a wonderful moment. That was so suspenseful. I was yeah. like, "What is about <clears throat> to happen right now?" Yeah. What was that thing that he stopped? What do you mean? That he that um that Defoe was about to like fling or something that he oh, shot. I didn't it. see it again. We only saw this. I just want to repeat. Right. We only it's saw like this a grenade once. or something. I think that he just. I don't think that he was going to throw anything or do anything at that in that moment. I think that he just webbed him to the oh. thing so he wouldn't move. Similarly to the way he did. Um, oh, that's uh, more powerful. Donald okay. Glover in the true, in the too. other one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's probably true. Um, yeah. Well, I, I I like the. It was. It's also really interesting having this go in tandem with Hawkeye. I like the. Um, mis- there's so much Mysterio was right. Just like we got Thanos was right, which is just mm. such a commentary on our society and how there's always going to be people on the other side that's just like come like come on yeah. and whether they're joking or not it's like mm-hmm. come on um so that was really interesting and then you know he's swinging over when he was swinging over rockefeller center christmas okay. tree i let go i literally okay. was like um is he just about to just like jump into some uh hawkeye fights right now <laughs> so let's take a tangent down the timeline in hawkeye please so i need you i need your help <clears throat> She doesn't take down the Halloween decorations, which means this is in the fall right after uh, Halloween. Okay. Yes. So that's, that's something there that we have to figure out. Um, I'm also assuming that if we can assume that Westfield or West, whatever it is from WandaVision, um, that the Halloween episode was actually <gasps> Halloween. So these things are all happening at the same time. Oh my God. Okay. That's a great point. So, and then I forget you figured out Shang-Chi because of the, when the forest has to move. I don't remember. Yeah. We'll have to watch yeah, it again. I, I forget. Mm-hmm. So <clears throat> one, we also, I also love, this is, this is unrelated, but the line where Wong is like, no, I'm the source of Supreme. He was gone for five years. Was spect- yes. was amazing. Everybody clap for that. Yeah. So, so, um, 
so that was so okay so back to timeline that that's that's where i think we land there so if we're to assume that in 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 hawkeye this is happening that same december when he passes over at the end Mm-hmm. When Yelena talks to Kate and she says the new and improved Statue of Liberty, right. my assumption is that they fixed what the Spider-Man did to it. Yes. Not the Captain America update, but the one we see at the end where the scaffold – at the end of this movie, the scaffolding was down. It looked more complete. They took the the the, um, shield, the away. shield away. Um, so that's think, my assumption that she's talking about that, like something happened there with like the Spider-Man ruining it and all of that. Would you, yes, what, I what think do you think? I, I agree with that. I think that I was, I got the, it was the implication for me was that people probably thought that the, that the Captain America one was a little tacky and there was all the scaffolding over it. So to <clears> say new and improved, it makes me think it's the new one. It's not the cap one because mm-hmm. it could have been. You know, oh, I want to see what they're doing with the cap, with the new and the new and approved Statue of Liberty being his monument. But I think it's it's being bringing it back to normal. The scaffolding's gone, all the damage mm. has been erased, and there's no more shield. It's the torch again. Okay, so, so yeah. So now let's talk about. Okay, there's a little part of me that hopes that one Matt Murdock or Peter Parker shows up at the end of. Um, Hawkeye, yeah. but not in a fight scene, not in any, well, Matt Murdock, we can ignore for right now, but like, no, like just a I, swing through. Not even that. I love the idea of like, because now we know what happened and this may be too soon in between movies, like in between like this and that, like Spider-Man and Hawkeye. But like, what if like Peter Parker just like bumped into him and like, he didn't know who he was. It was just like a passing thing, like oh, that type of thing. But God. here's, here's my question. So, obviously, this was for narrative effect, but it seems very extreme that this is the spell that Doctor Strange had to cast. Um, oh, man. Especially when, on the flip side, the people who knew he was Peter Parker were, was, excuse me, knew that Spider Man was Peter Parker were coming through the multiverse. Um, and then I, it just seems weird. Again, it's for narrative purposes. I get it. What's happening there. Um, but that was a little weird, but I yeah. still loved it. My question for you though is, so what does this mean? Does this mean that if Ned and MJ went into their yearbook, they would see Peter there and just be like, I don't remember this kid at all. Would they look back to like pictures they took in Washington DC or on their far from home trip? He'd be in the picture with them and they'd be like, wait, I, t- I don't, I don't know who this is. He's right. The, so does that or does that mean he was complete like Peter Parker like never went to mid, the high, the high school? Like does that like mean, like back to the future style like erased from the photo? Yeah, totally. Like what does that mean? I mean, obviously we don't know and maybe we'll find out more about that. Like does he have a social security number? Is he just stricken from all of the records? You, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, and I'm I assuming think, sorry, one last thing to cuz I want to yeah. ask you this question. One last thing is also like Obviously, the world knows that Spider-Man is real. He helped defeat um, Thanos, but just uh, the only the assumption that like nobody just remembers who's under the mask. Like like Hawkeye and 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 like if Tony was alive and Happy, obviously, like they they just can't remember any of that. Like, does Happy even remember being like 
in London at that time? Like, like how did that affect their memories? I, I, again, I'm getting very like logistical with this, but no, I love it. But that was definitely something that like, I had a big question about. Does that make sense? Yeah, I, I agree with you. The, I think that it's probably likely that again, I'm just assuming, I think it's probably likely that he's just been erased from all those memories physical and non the weird thing is is that she's still wearing the broken dahlia necklace so i was like does Uh she look down and say yeah i don't know where i got this i just always had it probably oh the moment where he sees her bandit he's like no i can't do this like like i can't open these wounds again (laughs) yeah yeah i know that was really i mean that uh, talking about another part that i bawled was actually when zendaya was like i don't i'm gonna start crying again she was like i don't want to i don't want to forget you like I want I, like oh. when, she, when she's like uh um uh uh I love you and he goes I and he's like no save it for when we meet again and like I oh. uh we love magic I mean, in this com- movie we hate magic in this oh movie my <laughs> I I I'm comforted to know that she really started having a crush on him before she knew he was Peter so I'm hoping that I mean before she knew he was Spider-Man so I'm really hoping that that's going to that could still happen if that's the direction that they want to take this in. But um, going back to the um, sort of what people's memories will be of him, it does seem in the graveyard scene. And again, there was a drunk man snoring in our theater at this moment. Mm-hmm. But well, what well, I took typically from that, in movies, there are I feel like there are always drunk men snoring on like benches or like other. Um, this is true. Other this tombstones. True, but this was very. This is very real, Brian. It was like vibrating the. the so you seats. saw it in four D. Um, you saw it in four D. Yeah, four D. Exactly. <laughs> surround, surround picture. Um, I I think that Aunt May may be the sort of connection and her. Um, you know, her message, maybe the connection that could bring sort of some of these memories back and connect these people. I mean, as they said at the gravesite, like <clears throat> Happy and him are both brought there by May. Mm-hmm. So maybe there's just her, I don't know, maybe she's this sort of beautiful connection that's going to keep a lot of the people that she's helped, like, I don't know, keeping a lot of their sort of relationships intact and some form but yeah it's very it, you can't i feel like you can't think about it too hard or it's a magic. lot of this movie is kind of like hmm, what? Mm-hmm. yeah i mean it's magic the bottom line is magic like did they did they like <clears throat> were they on the were they on this liberty island being like did we just help spider-man like how did right. we get here like right i was like can he just stand there while this happens so that when their their memories are lifted. He's still there, and they could just do a real real quick recap. Yeah, I'm I'm hoping. Like, listen, I love Zendaya, and I really like um, uh, like her character and whatnot. Um, and Jacob Batalon. I I part of me hopes they're not in the next one. Like, and it's mm. just him, like figuring it out and whatnot. And then, like, they appear here and there, and then, like, they build them up a little bit more. Um, I don't know. I'm really excited for these next movies, and 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 um, and just kind of like starting from scratch with him, and we'll see what other things he appears in, whether it's TV shows or other movies before yeah. we even because it's I mean, going to be a while. Us that Morbius. Yeah, and they're showing us the Venom, the Stinger, which we can talk about later. Yeah. But, um. Yeah, I think. I think it does make for a nice, for a clean slate with his character, but um, it was, you know, it it was really, um, it was it was really sad. I mean, I just, you know, we he, 
like he get oh god they show his like ged book like mm. he doesn't even get to have a have a <clears throat> like a nice education he has to like do that himself yeah like, you know i, I just ugh. oh god it's so sad but i know you know that's his sacrifice and we can't you know he's a hero for that um so it was anyway it was so cool so okay going back a little bit earlier yeah things yeah. that were so cool like seeing all of his villains in their cells like mm. like statues in like a museum of his like rogues gallery just resurrecent i guess it's the sinister six is that majority of the sinister six mm-hmm. that yeah, they're I all mean, just the- lined up like that mm-hmm. man that was awesome also like i mean the sinister six changes it's usually not sometimes it's lizard sometimes it's not but like that was really awesome i love there's just so much to talk about like i, I oh <clears throat> Whoever was the person who came up with the idea that the way to stop Doc Ock is that the nanotech from his suit oh like, my pairs with his tentacles, that was truly, truly brilliant and makes perfect sense. And I loved every second of it. The whole theater was like, oh, shit. That was awesome. When that happened. That was awesome. I mean, just seeing the tech that that Tom Holland can wield um, was really, was really cute. And then of course, like all the, all three of them are super smart. Although it was very funny because when Toby was like, um, you know, doing his like part in the lab, everyone, somebody yelled like, is he that smart? (laughs) (laughs) Um, Well, we talked about that. How the only time he shows that he's smart is when he's like in the second Spider-Man where he's like, oh my gosh, this, that, and the other. Like he talks to Doc Ock about all this stuff. But in the first and third one, he's not smart. No. And in the first one, he's just taking pictures. He's a photographer. Yeah. yeah. We don't even go into that. I mean, that's also fine. What I will say is I really, really, really. Okay. Let's, 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 let's get into them. What okay. was your audience's reaction when uh, Andrew shows up? Oh my god! Well, first, okay, first of all, I wasn't expecting it that early because for some reason I'd gotten it into my head that it was going to be just a scene at the end. Like we all were like, it's just going to be small cameo. Blah, they were blah. in like thirty to forty minutes of this thing. It's a two I and a half hour movie, and they were in like literally a third of it. That's wild. Were, yes, and so so when. When he's making his um his portals, I so I don't know the suits as well as I'm sure you do. So I can't mm-hmm. wait to hear when what happened in your brain when you saw it. But uh, what I saw was there's somebody in a Spider-Man suit that's not they would show Tom Holland if it was Tom Holland. So when we see this like lurking lanky Spider-Man, the audience went crazy but they weren't sure you know so they're going crazy but then when he when he takes off the the thing and it's him people stood up hands were in the air i mean i was screaming like it was so amazing literally uh yeah, my theater, Literally. my theater started clapping. When that opened and I saw him at the end, I was like, I, I, "This is him. This is him." And then, and then everyone started clapping. And then when he came through and pulled his 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 hood off, everyone started cheering. And that whole <laughs> sequence of getting the cobweb in the corner and him holding oh the the God. thing was just he like was he was. A, I can't. He's stop the best. Amazing. He's the best Spider Man. He is the best Spider Man, and he was so he brought his own 
Spider-Man to this movie. He was still. And they flooped his hair again. He flooped his hair. He was still bumbling and, ta- and muttery and <clears throat> yeah. all the things we love. Um, he was perfect. And then you're going to. And, and he was such a good sport. Like, you know, you could tell that that. Again, I haven't heard a lot of these lines because people were screaming so loudly. Yeah, so I'm excited sure. to go back and like actually hear what was said. But you know, he they knew it's like you they knew what this movie was, and it was so satisfying. And they knew what the audience wanted without being weird about it. Meaning not too yeah, I mean that's the other thing. It's like, were you thinking it was fan servicey? I mean, I don't like that term because fan service by nature is like it wasn't like Star Wars fan service because everything that happened in this movie served the narrative and the plot and the character growth. And yeah. and <clears throat> sure, you're gonna have some fun moments, and they took advantage of how much better at quippy comedy comedic relief Andrew is than Toby is, and that's yes. very clear. Um, and then and and I appreciated that like greatly. I will also say that the you could consider a lot of the fan service sections the allusions to the other movies that we talked about earlier in this podcast, but. Yeah. I don't know. They like the the scene on the we'll get to it. The scene on the school roof when they're all talking to each other could have Ugh. it was well written. It could have felt yes. gross and fan servicey, but you have two and a half spectacular actors and like and it was just really 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 good and emotionally this movie just everything was fun the whole conversation about the webbing and it and and like the two of them joking to toby but then the two other spider-men like were cracking the back and they have their moments and then and then peter uh, spider-man one has his moment with spider-man two like like with um, oh my god was when the green goblin stabs him like you know, like he has that moment when he stops him from from killing him. The same because yeah. what I thought was also interesting is Tom Holland's going ape shit on. Oh my god, that was really Green powerful. Goblin. And yeah, that was, he, that was hard to watch. And then he's gonna take the glider, yeah, and like stab him with it. But in in, in as a foil to yes. what happened in the actual first movie where it was where he kills himself with the glider and everyone yeah. thinks that Spider-Man did it but like it wasn't and this time he was actually going to kill him with the glider like, it was like poetic yeah and, and Toby stops him yeah knowing that that you know the inevitability yeah it was it was so the symmetry was just was just on point symmetrical I, yeah symmetrical I I thought um, the uh, oh, uh, so wait, I want to hear what happened when then Toby comes through um, in your theater as Toby well. Toby got a bigger cheer. People were yeah. really excited. People people I liked that they didn't both come in their Spider Man suit. I liked that like Toby came in just like casually. Um, yes, but yeah, I um, I really I like that Peter Parker's. He, I like that. I have to watch it again, obviously. But Peter Parker like. The Toby Peter Parker like said like somebody needs my help like in terms of like his spider spence sense was probably going off. Oh, I also love that he um, makes an allusion to his um, his uh, his uh, crisis in Spider Man Two where he didn't have his uh, Spidey sense and he says I oh, had like yeah. felt like an existential until crisis. Yeah, yeah, that was great. What um, about your theater for Toby? Oh my god, they went crazy just because it was like. 
It was actually, I kept thinking about Into the Spider-Verse because he's the older, more, like, wizened uh, of the three. And to see, like, your old, old friend back again was, like, I don't know. For some reason, it seemed possible that, you know, Andrew Garfield being there was so much fun. But with getting to, getting Tobey Maguire, like, just the original to yeah. just be there was there was something just even more magical with that too. Yeah, people, there was something. Oh God, that whole scene, people were just going nuts because not only was it it was incredible, but it was also really funny. And seeing Zendaya and and um and Ned going crazy was just I, I, so everyone was just going nuts. It was just such a great scene. And also, I think we're overlooking the fact that it was really fun to watch Ned use mu- mag- music, magic. And I'm wondering, yes. like, when Strange doesn't like criticize him, he's like, "Oh, you use magic? Like, interesting." I'm, He's I'm, impressed. I'm fascinated to see how, if they take that into the fu- future. Because I'm assuming it's some, or maybe not, because like now he has no memory of this, and, and now I'm thinking yeah. about that. But like, there's definitely opportunity and potential there. Uh, but going back is, to Toby, sorry, sorry, you want to? No, say no, something? go on. No, going, I was gonna say with Ned is is. Was there something behind the don't worry, I won't become a supervillain thing? Is that because he's... He becomes Hobgoblin in some versions. Okay, because yeah. everyone mm-hmm. everyone laughed at that or did some response. Anyway, yeah. you were saying about Toby? Uh, about Toby, um, there's also something meta about it because like he's the first one to take on the mantle of Spider-Man and deal with the press and deal with all of the like what's going to happen next and the spoilers and all of that. And then, and then you know... He, and and then he gets he, you know and 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 he gets bad reviews. Spider Man Three is just like he's a joke now in some ways, yeah. and so him getting that redemption as both like a character and even just like someone in Hollywood. I'm sure he doesn't care anymore. Maybe it is an ego, yeah. like but like it's just like it's definitely. I mean that he will always be a meme. He, yeah. he more than like being remembered for like. Being ugly crying the, uh, yeah the ugly crying the spider-man 3 dancing like he's forever a, a meme and i i just think that meta wise it was nice to see him kind of doing that getting redemption all of them getting redemption for their characters i really oh really really liked I just, all of i just that. loved seeing them all know their villains like they were like i got this guy i know the whole thing like yeah. i got it and oh my god i mean when they were just People were just spontaneously cheering for that entire scaffolding scene because just to see the three of them running around in their suits when they tag teaming the webs <laughs> when he the moment where that whole sequence from hey we're bad at this together I've ne- I've never worked with yes. someone before and he's like don't worry I don't want to brag but I was an Avenger and they were like whoa like, what's an what's so cool what's an Avenger what is yeah and he's like you guys don't have them he's like no i don't know what you're talking about and then and then the moment they're like we got to work together and they're like let's go one at a time and then they all jump one right after each other and then like on the statue of liberty's crown like that was just so so, i mean i this movie like many of the movies we've seen recently um are just this movie this let me rephrase that this movie more than a lot of the movies we've seen recently was so satisfying in every way it was so just satisfying. from the way they used the characters to so the way they alluded to the other movies to the way that they ended this and made this like a full trilogy of like now he's spider-man now and it, everything was just and the way that may was able to tell him that and the way that may they set up may as someone who ran this food bank and was like about the community and 
And um, and then we got that moment. And even the way that like Doc Ock finally got good again because like he just like he's a good guy. And and yeah. uh, he I mean he's gonna miss Donna Murphy, but like that, you know, and then yeah, and we then, all miss Donna and Murphy. Then we finally we finally got the Green Goblin that we all actually wanted. And we yeah. and 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 I mean, we even got a cool-looking Electro, and the Sandman CGI was awesome. And and we got a we got a mention to Morales, to Miles Morales. <laughs> yeah, that was great. Like that, that got a big response over. Oh, 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 wait, sorry. Um, all over the place. But the, another thing that got a huge response because we live in Long Island City in Astoria was. The entire like the entire movie was like in Long Island City and oh, the Pepsi yeah. Cola. So people were like, "That's my street," or like, "That's my city," or "That's Sunnyside," and that was just so great because we're li- we awesome. live in the town where this and he is he's Queens, he's our boy. Yeah. So that was just uh, like a whole n- the fun little level of like we're we're a community. But um, yeah, to get the to get when they got the Miles Morales thing, like, oh, I just thought he was always black. Oh. And there must be some running around. There must be one of them running around here. Oh my god! That People was awesome. Going crazy, and I was okay with the fact that we don't actually see him. It's just a great tease. Yeah, and I'm wondering in this next trilogy if we'll. I'm, I'm assuming we'll get Miles Morales in some way or somehow, and I'm really excited about that. And I'm and and then he's gonna pass down what he learned from his Spider-Man to this one, and I, I'm looking forward to that. Um, and also, Joanna, I know you rank him highly, but like they clearly gave the lizard way less time than everybody else. Um, <laughs> yeah. What was that? I was like, is that even? I was like, is that even Reese Ifen's voice? Like, what is going on? Yeah. And then finally, you see his face, and you don't even see his body. I'm like, did they just teleport like a CGI face all the way from England? I was so mad. I wanted <laughs> way more of him. But the jokes about like, oh, I didn't know you could talk. <laughs> like, just finding yeah. that out right now. Like that was that was yes. great. And Ned yeah, being like, was, is this a tree like bad guy or Oh my god, that was so funny. I um I also just seeing so many of the bits of the trailer in the beginning, of course, as usual, makes me very happy because I'm like, great, great, don't need to worry about this. Like seeing him in the um the forest, like with all the you know, electric stuff going on. And then oh, mm. the moment where we actually see that it was a taken out CGI Spider-Man fight. With all the random punches. Oh, no, and you see Lizard's face go. Totally. People were like, <clears throat> yes. Um, so that was, yeah, that was. Oh, going, I, I will say, I actually think that the funniest line in this movie is Jamie Foxx. He's like, yeah, you just got to watch where you fall. Yes, that was, again, all these just, just wisecracks about their own. The errors of their own sort of yeah, because they make fun of how cheesy and wacky some of that stuff is, and I appreciated that. I also love that he took the arc reactor. I thought that was awesome, like to work in that Uh, way. And then, um, yeah, love that. Yeah, and then, man, I just I know that I'm in the minority. I really, excuse me, I hate the retconning that Spider-Man three does on uncle Ben and stuff like that. But Flint Marco as that version of Sandman is such a good, like bad guy that like, that just like made a mistake and it just happened to affect a horrible person. Oh, I totally forgot about, let's talk about this now. Let's talk about the Flint Marco's great. That's all I'll say. I totally, totally told. Oh my gosh. When he tries to give him the high five. Amazing. Oh yeah. Amazing. Okay. So let's talk about the rooftop scene. 
um, the scene where they're all talking to each other. And something that really struck me about that scene is that Toby admitting that he killed the guy in Spider-Man that, that he thought killed his uncle Ben. I feel like that is never talked, talked about. about or like, that's kind of like skipped. Maybe the actor himself is like keeping it and using it in scenes and stuff like that. But that's him actually point. admitting the fact that he killed his first night as like quote Spider-Man like, or doing something about something um, mm-hmm. he killed that man. And so yeah. I think talking about that was really good. And, and, and him talking about that and then saving Peter from killing somebody in the same way, like to keep him from feeling that feeling that he has for the rest of his life. That doesn't yeah. change anything. It doesn't bring that person back was so beautiful and wonderful. And God, I can't wait to see this fucking movie again. And I know. And just to see that, like, Tom Holland has every has seemingly everything he has. He has two best friends and one of them is a girlfriend mm-hmm. and he has he's just suffered this loss. But like he's you know, he hasn't been hardened by the, the elements really yet. And to see the boys see that and not just like, you know, not scoff at it or be jealous of it, but just to be like just it was almost like seeing their dreams lived out in him mm-hmm. was giving them energy to take back home with them and like to to sort of keep going and and i i'm just so i just want them to you know sort of spider versey i just want them to be friends forever i want I this know. to happen again i know it's it a, was... the chemistry was so good i just i wish there was a way we could do this again and like have this return in some way i know i like it, when we were walking back i was like jamie when we're, we walked back from the movie theater and, and, and whispering i hope <laughs> yeah yeah and jamie and i were talking about like okay so in the next movie we're we're potentially getting venom or some version of venom or at some point we're going to get venom because of that end teaser and again we'll talk about those end teasers yes um, which is which is funny because the second we got the doctor strange 2 trailer, trailer. um yeah. I thought of you immediately because like because we keep texting like when are we getting this thing and we got it. Um, yep. <clears throat> so, um, uh, uh, walking I, home with Jamie. Walking, I'm walking home with Jamie. Jamie and Jamie was like like I really want to see these characters again. Obviously, I mean it probably won't happen, but like he mentions the goo in this movie. Like, do you think Peter is going to be like in the future movies? Like, didn't, didn't he say something about space goo or something like that? Like, and then like, like call him on the multiverse phone or like something, you know what I mean? Like, Hey, how'd you beat the goo? I forgot. I don't, you never told me like, but he's got to be friend Dr. Strange again to be able to use the the multiverse phone. (laughs) You know, I, 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 Doctor Strange is a character I don't I don't think the MCU fully understands yet in terms of character. Um, mm-hmm. He's like all a little bit all over the place in terms of like, um, uh, you know, he's going to help Peter. I mean, there were more lines in the movie, obviously in the trailer that like justified why he would help Peter and what he was doing. I mean, I guess he is consistent um, in some ways, but he's just not as char. I know you love Doctor Strange and the Doctor Strange. I movies. love Doctor Strange. He just not as he's listen. I know he's not supposed to be Tony or whatnot, but like he needs to be paired with someone more charismatic than he is. Because to to like, you mean other than Wong? Other well, I mean, I guess that's part of it. Wong is character charismatic, and so like it works better when the two of them are bantering. I feel like yeah. Strange alone is a little bit boring. Um, yeah, and so I'm excited for him to be paired with Wanda and to be paired with. Um, 
when he's paired with Wong, when he's paired with Peter, when he's paired with like Tony, it's it's more enjoyable because he's uh. the straight man. You know what I mean? And the straight man in these Marvel movies, as we've seen in maybe Eternals, is a little boring. The straight man, though, I think the the pairing with Tony was like my favorite thing ever because they're they're actually very similar. They're dry, yeah, sarcastic, totally. you know, kind of assholes in a way. Um, the lovable asshole. Um, yeah, I agree. I mean, the one thing that I that was a little bit like just you know suspended disbelief for the movie was, I mean, Peter. People were really annoyed with with Peter at the beginning because. <laughs> I mean, college is very important, and I think that's very believable that, like, this is their crisis, that, mm-hmm. like, you know, she has to try to get, like, and it's true, they shouldn't suffer because just they know him, like, that is horrible, but, like, the college stress was very, was very funny, but, like, when I, when, um, well, first of all, when, just the fact that this spell was done in the first place, like, I'm, I, I'm glad that, that Strange remembers all of what they've been through and truly is like, I think this little spell will not do much harm and Mm -hmm. we can get in and get out. But like when he kept coming back into that ring being like, wait, this person we were just like, Oh, come on little child. What are you doing? I know I felt the same way and it, it, and and it worked. I didn't think twice about it, but like I thought the same way and what actually saved that whole sequence for me are two things. One that strange yells at him like you didn't call like this wasn't your last resort right you and didn't like, call admissions yeah. and I, and the line he says like i forget that you're a kid we've yeah. been through so much together i forget that you're still like a 17 year old idiot like that saved it yeah that really helped me too and the second thing that really helped me is i'm making the assumption and i want to know what you think has loki happened yet and i ask that because okay. Would that spell have broken the multiverses if they weren't already fragile because of what happened in Loki? Like, like, did Loki kind of making the universe, the multiverses more vulnerable mean that, you know what I mean? Mean that like this spell is going to have more of an effect on things? I think yes, because that is the one thing that, you know, you're trying to figure out, which is like, how does the breaking of the timeline effect cuz this isn't we're not talking about time we're talking more about uh, alternate universes but now they're all accessible and fully flushed out perhaps and much more imminent so mm-hmm. i'm wondering if when things were breaking because i yeah i don't it, we got the sense that doctor strange didn't expect that so that is why i think it came from something unexpected aka other world of Loki mm-hmm. Kang stuff. I'm wondering if, you know, that it just made it all more susceptible and that's going to be something is finally going to play out maybe in his movie because mm-hmm. yeah, this was all done by, you know, a spell and a breaking, but how did, but this, the Kang thing was so enormous that, I mean, it's perhaps it's, we might be looking at down the barrel at 10 more years of films before we actually get to the Kang battle that could be something really large but also kang may be a very small part in all of this as well i mean talking about things coming down the pike i don't want to get into a tangent but like the cops at the beginning i was getting a lot like they knew nick fury was off world i'm like is this my secret scroll watch of this movie like (laughs) okay yeah so let's let's talk about succession guy 
Um, oh <clears throat> uh, yeah, um, Stewie. Stewie. <laughs> Stewie. Let's talk about Stewie from Succession. So that depo- that defense cleanup department is the same one that Tyne Daly led. Uh, at the beginning of Homecoming, that screwed Vulture out of his job and his workers out of his job. Um, mm. They, it's a, it's a joint venture between Tony and the United States government. So, and they clean up all of the stuff that like happens. So, I that the fact that they knew who, like this, the situation of what's his name, to, um, uh, why can't it, uh, Nick Fury? Oh my gosh, Nick oh, Fury yeah. would make sense now. I think that's, you know, I really loved that moment because that's Peter's like, that's like, what does that mean? Like, am I being gaslit? Like, what is happening here? Like, that type of thing was fascinating to me. Well, and And, he was used to that from the last movie. Yeah, yeah. And then Secret Invasion will be, um, I'm excited. Secret Invasion is a big deal in the comic book. So I'm wondering how they do it in just a TV show. I'm wondering, me too. I'm wondering which, like, I feel like there's going to be a scroll, a secret scroll plucked from everything we've been watching lately. There's one in Hawkeye, there's one in all of them. Yeah, I would, I would um, probably agree with that. Definitely. But speaking of the breaking, so can, do you know the breaking? And, the breaking, the purple breaking in the sky, which was another thing. I was like, this is very Kang, this purple. Oh, um, that purple. Who, what were we seeing coming? Villains. You were seeing other Spider-Man villains. So you saw, ah. Rocky, you saw Craven. Um, those are the only two because it was happening so quickly. Those there the was only- one that was very Asgardian. Um, with horns. Okay. Yes, I, I, I'm pretty sure that was Rhino. And then there was other one like a guy in like a pelt holding a um spear. That's the one. That's Craven. Oh, what's that from? It's a Spider-Man bad guy is Craven the Hunter. Oh, it's a Spider-Man. Uh, and they one. cast him already. They're making a Craven movie for, in in like. In the like Morbius world and stuff like that, they're making a Craven movie with um, what's his name, um, ah. Aaron Johnson, who played what's oh, it called? Okay, uh, this all makes sense now. Yeah, gotcha, um, gotcha. But again, that those could have been from any multiverse, any version of it. You know, I, I don't know that they just cast one version of those. But I was definitely I was looking as hard as I could, but they were so quick. Um, yeah, that, and they were so blurry. I don't think they yeah. wanted you to get more than two illusions. Yeah, totally. Um, um, but yeah, did you that, know Aunt May was dead when when that glider came in? I I think I did. I was like, wait, no, yes, that whole sequence dead. when that came in and like she she was very cognizant and standing for a long time I after know. that. Uh, when he like, said, Can't. when he said, I think my ribs are broken. I was like, then there's no way she's living through. This. Like if his ribs are broken, she got hit by a glider exactly, and then got oh, blowed up. Oh. I, I think the Aunt May stuff was a little fr- frustrating because we were like – In what way? Because she was like, we should keep them and help them here. I'm like, you need to send these people home. We do not have time for this, yeah. May. I'm sorry. You cannot fix everyone. I mean I I love the message, but we were like – when when Tom Holland was like, Aunt May, no. Like this is not my problem. I knew that it was therefore going to be his problem because Spider-Man doesn't say this is not my problem. Yeah. He has to figure out it is his problem. But I was like, no. Oh, oh Tom, what are you going to have to do now? Yeah. But like what an effect, what effect of stakes to create yeah. the foundation of what this Spider-Man is going to be. And he didn't make the same mistakes that our other two Spider-Men made. You know what I it's mean? It's true. And, he's like and, the best of them. Yeah, he's the best of them. And like I mentioned at the beginning, like he's this middle ground that we've always wanted from a Spider-Man. This movie was so satisfying in every way. 
That's the word we kept using too. We were like, it's just so satisfying. I just felt oh. like I ate a beautiful, beautiful sandwich. And like, I'm like not over, I'm not starving. From Delray's maybe? Maybe. <laughs> oh, there is something that I do want to bring up. Uh, let me take a note of it because I know you were going to say something. Well, mine was a very small note too. Um, what was the zoom in that we got in Ned's apartment with the knives on the, um, the knives on the. Oh, I don't know. And then there was like something being sewn. I was like, "What is this going on?" I don't know. I I, I thought that was some sort of Easter egg that I missed. Um, oh, I you know I maybe it was. I I have no idea. Maybe that's hobgoblin stuff. You know I what think I mean? It probably was. I don't know. That's a good what question. Else would it have been? Yeah. Um, oh, I wanted to talk about spoilers, and I want to talk about what we thought we knew about this movie. Something mm. that I really, really, really liked and appreciated about this movie is that, you know, we were predicting wild things. Like we get Gwen Stacy's and this and that. Yeah. I'm so, and we'd get like, I'm so happy that this movie really kept it tight. It was about the yes. Spider-Man. It was about the two of them helping him. Plus having the really fun moments. Um, it was, it was really about, all of of the character stuff and if we had gotten more than that if we had gotten like these two people helping fighting as well and this person and daredevil and this it would have felt so bloated that i think it would have been hard to get its point across as effectively as i got the point across and what made this satisfying was of course them together and seeing them and the 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 um experience in theaters um, but what made it satisfying is the narrative and the screenplay and how tight everything was. And we got our Matt Murdock moment, but there was right. nothing else in this that totally took us by surprise. And yet we were yeah. still so entertained. We didn't need a quote surprise to we be entertained. Kingpin, because the, right. Kingpin would have been great. Would have been random. Yeah. Like I, when I, when I, when we were started it, I was like, we're not going to get Kingpin and we don't want him because this, it's bigger than yeah. him. Honestly. Yes. Like, if we had gotten Kingpin in a after credit scene, they're not going to reveal Kingpin in this movie before they officially like give him a scene in Hawkeye. In Hawkeye next week, yeah. Um, yeah. Um, I agree. I think it would have. I think they kept it. They kept it super tight. They still gave us one, you know, a surprise. And honestly, the surprise to me was that we got so much of of a um of Andrew Garfield and Tobey Maguire. I mean, they it really was like a gift that I didn't expect to get. And I think, um, I think getting, uh, getting them, yeah, getting them at Mordek was just perfect. Um, and, and I, and I think more powerful than getting, you know, Gwen or another MJ, although it would have been really fun to see Kirsten Dunst, but whatever. I Um, I thought about that too. Like what if the stinger was her like healing, like, like, like sewing his wounds or something like that. But <laughs> oh, I want to see the deleted scenes from this movie when it finally gets released. Cause I wonder the if there's just like, Oh yeah. Or, or, or even just like extra scenes. They're like, Oh, we just don't need this. Yeah. Um, and I like the idea that I think that they're probably si- like, I want as many of these kinds of movies with these amazing team ups as possible. So I uh, save them. I mean, just save them. Oh, I have. Uh, so I have a question. So did yeah. the work going back to the rules? So did Everybody, like, so he called the Daily Bugle, and the Daily Bugle basically told everyone where he was. Wasn't were people filming this? Like, wouldn't you assume that there were helicopters like filming this for the news, and that like they saw that there were three Spider Men, and you know what I mean? Like, 
Like, You're right. You mean even if even if the Tom Holland memory was wiped, they still remember Andrew Garfield, and they still remember these things that were happening with a lizard on the roof. Uh, yeah, like they that. took off their masks a million times on that roof, and like yeah. on that, and like so that's also something that I'm just like, okay, fine, it's magic. I'll, I'll just buy into. Yeah. But be, before we end this episode, I do want to talk about what was probably one of the better scenes in this movie, which was the rooftop scene we keep alluding to, the rooftop yeah. of the school. Aunt May has died. And he has heard with great power comes great responsibility. And the Spider-Men are basically like, where's the one place that he would go to be alone? And then it's the school roof. And yeah. for because he spent time with MJ there, because that's what, what reminds him of what he's grounded and connected to and his friends and his experiences. And then he's introduced to the two other Spider-Men and they have that long conversation about the men they've become and the Spider-Men they've become and how Uncle Ben affected all of them. And and he doesn't have that experience. And then when he yells at Andrew Garfield about like, don't try to equate your experience with my experience. And then like the the Spider-Men have to use different tactics to like warm up to him to be able to tell his story. And we, we, we mentioned Toby talking about how, he prematurely killed the man who killed uncle Ben and he regrets it. And he lives every day with like knowing that and even not in that scene, but another scene where he's talking about like his best friend died in his oh, arms. Gosh, I know. You know. And that freaked out, you know, it was humorous because it freaks out Ned, but also it's kind of nice because like he gets that moment of reflection and just all those Spider-Men getting those moments of reflection on their movies and their journey was so, that was so satisfying that we gave them nice endings and we know that they're okay. And the Andrew Garfield stuff where he talks about like, he just couldn't save her. And, and like that whole sequence of them giving Peter, Tom Holland's Peter Parker, the confidence, like do something about it was mm-hmm. just like really special. Well, and even even and something really sad is that again, Tom Holland goes to the one place that, where he wants to be alone, but it's actually the place where he's always with his two best friends and to know that that is his like e- even in the solitary times he needs that and then he gets all of that taken away at the end is just mm-hmm. really just a bigger show of how far he's come because he's always had buddies in Tony in his friends and now he is truly alone um it just made it it just made it weigh all that much more yeah um before can we talk we, about the stingers so here's my idea for all you listeners okay. out there there's only one place you're going to hear about the stingers so stay tuned oh gotcha all right head over head over to tiktok <laughs> oh no Oh. No, I'm talking about stay tuned to after the credits of this episode. Oh, oh, gotcha. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. All right. Fair enough. All right, fair cool. enough. Um, any final thoughts you want to like, I could talk to you about this movie for hours and we've already spent like about an hour talking about it. And yeah. I'm sure we'll talk about it more on TikTok and other places like that. Like you're totally right. But anything else you want to say about your experience, about the movie, about anything? Um, I just think it was... It's just so nice that we're all back to this kind of world slowly and it's still not great, but like that we are all able to experience this in a theater together um, was just, this was like the perfect first return. Cause you know, we've had Black Widow and Shang-Chi, which were in their own right, very exciting. And, but this was, I think the first movie where it really brought 
Sorry. You, you fully you skipped are. Eternals. Oh, I fully <laughs> skipped Eternals. <laughs> <laughs> and Eternals. Um, this is the first one that's really been like the MCU has it under control. Because remember, you if you recall in an earlier episode, I said if they don't make if they miss on this movie, I'm going to have some serious questions about what's yeah. going on down in Georgia. Also, and- Kevin Feige is, has, he was a producer on the original Spider-Man movies. Like mm-hmm. he, there's a soft spot in his heart for this character. And he yeah. made sure with everything in his fiber and being that this movie was great. And boy, yeah. was this movie great. Uh, and I also, um, I also think we're, we're going to get some I, – I, I do think we're going to get some Spider-Man and She-Hulk. So I, I think we will get to see him sooner rather than later. Mm. Uh, what about you? What are your kind of closing thoughts about this? Oh, yeah. And your ex- so I agree with you. I think that anything New York moving forward, maybe not Hawkeye because, like, they just don't want to distract, maybe. I think anything New York from now on, we get him at some point because, like, yeah. they don't I – because mean, it's not – it's but it's also not going to be the phone call. It's not going to be Hawkeye being like – Hey, which is another good reason why maybe Hawkeye didn't call Spider-Man in because he doesn't remember who know who he is or remember like that he's Peter Parker. Yeah. And um, um, uh, but I agree with you. I think that any time we're in New York City, um, we're gonna get we're gonna get Spider-Man. And it's a great opportunity to restart. So like we're gonna get all these people discovering it again. It's almost like we get a redo. Yeah, for when sure. We, when we already have history with the character. Yeah. Um, although I do get frustrated when they don't tell people, and I understand why. But like, it's not as narratively satisfying as when somebody knows um, oh, that he's he Spider Man. Yeah. yeah. So we'll we'll see what we get there. Um, sorry, what was your question? Um, no, I wanted to know what your experience was just from you know how this this movie um going forward gets you excited and i mean this is the movie we needed for many reasons one it was just all about hope and that's always a nice thing to see and it's about it's about a brotherhood it's about oh that it's about line when he always wanted brothers yeah it's about family it's about it's about um it's about it's about relationships and caring, but really above all, it's about like hope and giving. It's really about yeah. giving, and that was really special that's to Peter, me. That's Peter Parker's mo. I mean, that's yeah. his. He's the neighborhood Spider Man. And we needed it also because like Black Widow was fine. I liked it. It was fine. Eternals was fine. A lot of people did not even think it was fine. Um, Shang Chi was great. Um, but then we had this one, but and Spider-Man means more to let's let's not beat around the bush. Spider-Man means more to more people. He just does. Yeah. And this movie was excellent in any every way possible. And they treated each Spider-Man with respect and wrote to their character. And it was just like really, really great. And recently you and I did a Spider-Man spectacular with all of the we ranked everything. Um, I'm going I'm, I'm to go back to you. Um, where does No Way Home fit on that list now? Okay. I think that No Way Home is definitely my favorite. And going to the greater MCU, I put it in my, um, I put it in my like Infinity War, Endgame, Ragnarok, Captain America, Winter Soldier, like top tier for yeah. sure. Me too. This you? is this is the best Spider-Man movie, um, at live action. I, I, I into the Spider Verse might be Spider-Verse up there. Spider Verse is amazing. Yeah. Um, 
Uh, that would be neck and neck because, but what Spider Verse doesn't have that this Spider Verse has Miles Morales, and Spider Verse has the the style and the look and just a million other things. What Spider Verse doesn't have is my nostalgia for Toby and Andrew, yeah. and that counts for a lot. But but of the live action ones, this is by far the best, and it's spectacular, just like Spider Man, and I really loved it. And I think that this would even change. This wouldn't change a lot of my villain rankings because this only made some of the villains I already love even better. Um, yeah, with the inhibitor chip. Anybody chip? They also had time to give everyone their music themes. You know, this is something that I'm oh, always obsessed yeah. with. When they played the James Horner theme over Andrew, I yeah. lost my mind. And then you see in the credits, they do the Hans Zimmer, they do the yeah, um, Danny yeah. Elfman. Elfman, they do all of the pieces together. It was just so nicely done. Just a yeah. little, just little things. It was so oh, great. God. And the and, Death Star Legos, oh my god, with with, yeah. with dummy, with dummy, <laughs> and then the the Palpatine. All I could think was, uh, I rolled my eyes with the Palpatine because I, I get it, I get it to the meaning of this, but I was just like, uh, fucking Ray Palpatine. I know. Um, don't, but don't even get us started. Yeah. So, anything else that you wanted to say before we uh, before we close this out? Nope. I'm just, I'm so excited. I can't wait to see him again. Um, I'm going to go back and see this movie. Probably. I mean, I could see it tonight because, but it, it wouldn't be an RPX. I'd have to go see it standard. Um, cause it's sold out, but mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I just think everybody talk quietly. If you're talking about this movie, because you don't want to ruin this for someone yeah, else. Don't be this a duty was, head. Oh yeah. Don't be a duty head. This was just, um, I, I, I'm just so happy. I, I'm still jealous that you had the end game experience because you had a second one of these and, and the infinity war experience, um, in theaters, but at least I got this. I mean, <laughs> I mean, this was, this was a different experience than end game because in end game, you're watching all of the characters come together. You get the moments you always wanted. And, and it was just like really sad. This was just as satisfying as end game in terms of walking out and feeling like satisfied this one was different because this one pulled in your childhood and this, and, and, and that feels different. That's true. You, this one pulls in like my high school seeing Spider-Man, the first one, yeah. whether or not I like them or not is like this pulled in, like where I, where, what I saw the third one in London, you know, seeing the Andrew ones and being like, man, he's really good, you know? And, and just like, even just having seen tick, tick, boom, and just like being very in a Garfield mindset, you know, yeah. he, he and Colin Firth, uh, well, yes, but like, like him and Colin Farrell are like my two favorite working actors right now. And we're getting, we're getting mm. an, another incredible Colin Farrell performance potentially next year. So, yeah. and he's getting his own TV show. So, um, uh, yeah, I just, this was wonderful. I, I can't wait to see this again. What a good experience when Toby showed up, like uh, Jamie, like when I were holding hands, like we were just so excited. <laughs> and then like, when, I, know, I was sweating. I did cry. Well, so these are the moments I cried. Oh yeah. I didn't ask you that. I cried when Toby showed up. I cried. I really got o- overwhelmed with emotion when Garfield showed up. I, I mm-hmm. teared up when Toby showed, I just got more excited, but I teared up when Toby showed up. I cried during the Aunt May sequence. I cried the most 
no i teared up on the roof the whole roof sequence i'm tearing up because they were the lines we wanted to hear it was just great and then and then when andrew's talking about like not being able to save his mj that was great also the differentiating between the mjs like no no my mom's name is this and i really liked all that yeah. stuff. i liked how the differences between how mj handled being in custody and how ned handled being in custody yes. and then, typical i know and then we talked about this was the first time we talked about the moment where I was sobbing, like had to change my mask sobbing <laughs> was when, when, when She's he, insane. when he catches her and he does it and like, it will never bring back her, but at least he gave somebody else their oh, God. person. And it wasn't like, even though we, we speculated that it was going to maybe happen because people had, had had theories about it. Yeah, yeah. It did not change when you actually, cause it wasn't about him showing up and catching her. We knew we we're like he's gonna go for it. It was the res- it was what that meant. That yes. was the actual thing that that brought tears. <laughs> I think that's a really good point overall. Just the idea that the, the point overall is that we knew all of this was gonna happen, all of it, and that whatever it's a fan theory or just the leaked photos of everyone out there, but it didn't matter. Because no. it was so good. It wasn't just about their appearance. It was about exactly what you're trying to say. It was about the character moments. It was about what these two people could do for Tom Holland's Peter Parker. And, like, I just want to personally thank Kevin Feige for making this happen. And let's let's not <sighs> let's not overlook John Watts doing an incredible job directing this right. thing. Like, no, it no. had its moments. He just, like, he made a Spider-Man movie. And this is – he made the best Spider-Man movie that, like – took all the flaws from the other ones and made it something wonderful. I know. And the connective tissue. I mean, to hear them all talking about Oscorp because they've all had, yeah. you know, it's all revolving around Norman. Like, that was just awesome. And just and to I, see, like, Norman and Doc Ock talk again because he was already dead. So, you know, all that. Yes, yes. And something that I really, really loved is – I like that all three of them didn't have, we talked about this a little bit, didn't have an Uncle Ben. And like you said, the connective tissue was the mantra. The mantra was the connective tissue, not who said it. It was, it was, it is who said it, but it wasn't the same person. It's, it's the relationship to the person who said it. And And it's their destiny. They all have the same. They all have this. That's not true. Well, that's Andrew Garfield is the chosen spider. He's the chosen one. No, but yes. But yes. I've also been watching um, The Witcher for the first time. And Ah. a lot of that is about destiny. So like that idea like has been very much like in my my brain. Also the idea of legacy between Tick, Tick, Boom, The Witcher and like what is your Spider-Man legacy. A lot of these themes have definitely been like in a lot of what I've been watching lately. Yeah. Um, But... Uh, we just talked about Spider-Man No Way Home. We did it. It was so fucking good. So good. It was so good. What are you going to rate it uh, for your for our rating? I mean, it's a, it's it's. Uh, uh, I mean, not that I have to ask. It's ten back cracks. I don't know. It's uh, it's ten. It's a ten for sure. It's a game changer. That yeah. that's my, well, my ten to twelve is game changers for me, and it's a it's a it's a ten. A 10 or 11 because it brought three – it brought it the whole Sony, Marvel. Like it brought it – it a, did a lot of work. It did a lot of work. Write, it paid a lot of money to get those rights all across It never the felt long. I, I could have watched another two hours of them just like being buddies. And Andrew Garfield is the biggest liar on the planet. Now I can finally say it. He <laughs> denied this so scarily 
well on Jimmy Kimmel and all of his other interviews, I'm like, you are a little sneak. Uh, he lied, but I'm glad he did. And yeah. I don't blame him. But like, what a little liar. He was like laughing at us all. Oh, you guys are just crazy. I would already be on set by now. I never, this is just ridiculous. Oh, uh, so right. good. So good. <clears throat> yeah, but this is, a, this is a 10 out of 10, no notes. No notes. Well, nerds, you know what's cooler than magic? Math. We thank you so much for swinging by, and we hope that you will come back next time as we dive deep into the season finale of Hawkeye. Make sure to follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok at the Nerdverse Pod. That's at the Nerdverse Pod. Be sure to subscribe to the Nerdverse with Joanna and Brian on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. Rate and review us there. As a new podcast in a multiverse of other Nerdverses, we so appreciate all the love and interactions we're getting from you. Keep it up. And remember, with great power comes great responsibility. And stay tuned after the, uh, the outro. Yeah. Okay, so let's talk about the two tags. The two tags were the Venom, uh, Let There Be Carnage connection, and then the other one was like a full Doctor Strange 2 trailer. Mm-hmm. So, Football is life. Football is life. I li- I I leaned over to Jamie during that, and I was like, when, when, like, I was like oh, football is life? And she, we started cracking up. Somebody um, yelled, football is life! <laughs> in the front row. <laughs> um, I am so happy. That Tom Hardy is not our Eddie Brock in this universe. He came in, he was still at that resort, like, and he got to talk to the guy, drink some things, like, be a weirdo, and then hear about Thanos. Hear about Thanos, like, no aliens don't like stones. Like, all that yeah. was like really funny. Too bad, let there be carnage is a garbage film, but this was really good. And then, and then we got the symbiote there. Which was great because now you can recast Eddie Brock. You can do Venom however you want. Absolutely. And you can you can if you wanted, you could have Tom Hardy still doing the voice because like it's the same symbiote. Um I don't remember if Michelle Williams' voice in this is like like it changes when the person changes, but like if you wanted to, you can make up those rules in terms of who does the voice. But you yeah. can just do your own Eddie Brock and it's like totally they just simple. Just hand and easy. you the keys to the car in that symbiote mm-hmm. droplet, and they're like, do what you want with that. But I'll say what this actually brings up question-wise is what is where does Morbius take place? Like Morbius, as we've talked about, Morbius is in Based on the trailer, we think Morbius is in the Andrew Garfield um, world because it's the same Oscorp logo. It's the same Daily Bugle logo. And there's a picture of Spider-Man in it. That's the Andrew Garfield Spider-Man. However, he's talking with Vulture in that universe. But is that the same Vulture? I don't know. What does that mean? Um, That's what that's my question now about like, who is Morbius? Where's like what what version of this is him? Like, 
like how does this relate to Venom if it does or the other ones? And then and then moving forward, like where does Craven take place? I don't know any yeah. of these answers. Well, I think that the, to give us Keaton, um, I feel like so soon, I, I feel like it is the same Vulture, which would be very confusing because you're right. I didn't think about all the logos and all of that. So to, the natural thing to me would be that if they're going to start this new venture, they're going to give us some touchstones from what we know. So, because we've never met Morbius, so I think I don't know. I feel like that Keaton is Volsh is our is our Keaton. But yeah, I would probably agree. So I don't know what the deal is there. Um, but I I did like. Did you like that mid credit sequence? Yeah, I was a little pissed at first because I was like, I don't care, Sony, stop serving me your things. But um, because at the end of like I don't know, I just I. Because Spider-Man has always been really um, rude about their stingers, like giving us the Captain America ones, which very, very funny. But like, seriously, people waited for a long time and yeah. that stinger was not satisfying. So um, I was just kind of like, no, don't give me, don't give me, I want to get more stuff for the MCU, which this very well could be. But um, so that was, that was uh, sort of disappointing, but at least they were talking about Thanos and at least... You know, they they yeah. left that kind of stuff open. And then of course the next stinger was that was great. That so that yeah. It's I don't think it's on there anymore. I don't remember, but when Captain America the first Avenger came out, the stinger for that was an Avenger was trailer. The, it still is. I would that's exactly great point. It still is. I was telling and, Justin that they did that before. Um I to me what the Doctor Strange 2 trailer did is two things i think that it just solidifies how powerful those tv shows are because the second that wanda showed up the place erupted and it's because of how good wandavision was and when the sorcerer supreme shows up okay people went crazy so they're watching what if well and they know the comics yeah but that totally is the what if character no question in my mind absolutely but it's also a red herring damn it because he's not the bad guy. He's not. You're not going to show your ultimate bad guy in the trailer. I don't think so. Oh, yeah, I, you're right. I, that's think, true. I think Wanda ends up being the bad person in this movie. The I villain. know. I think that's where they're they're headed. And she'll be a very, a very um, you know, compelling villain because we've we've been with Wanda for a long time and we yeah. know the loss that she suffered and her grief. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I think I think I mean she's got chaos magic and that's shit she don't want to play also, with. Two things in there. We got to see Baron Mordo with Shwatel Ejiofor with his awesome yep. dreads. Yes. We got to see a wedding with Christine. <laughs> yes. Rachel I'll, I'll, McAdams, your Annie, wife. Rachel McAdams is the best. Um we got um uh Shuma Gorath in it with the one-eyed uh monster oh that's shumagora okay i was doing some research on it and apparently um they're using gargantos as the name which is like another thing like another name for it um because in the lego set apparently like that's called like gargantos scene or something Uh, like that you i think we also got a glimpse of the woman playing uh miss america in this yeah, there was a woman standing behind him, you mean, in the doorway? Yeah. Apparently, she's playing um, the character that turns into Miss America. Um, so I don't know what the situation is there. Um, so- I think we're going to get we're gonna get Captain Carter at some point pop into something, too. Especially if you're doing Shumagorath, which, I mean, I don't know if it's the same, but that's what she was dealing with, right, in What If. So I, I think that we're getting people, and her comic is coming out, right? Um, yeah. So well, what, I think that's something. 
what I'm interested in actually is I think that this so America Chavez is the character she's playing who turns into Ms. America. So just as a like a random thing. Oh, okay. <laughs> the other thing I'm wondering about all of this is um are we uh, you know how we, you know how we guessed that, or at least I did, that there was gonna, we're gonna get, I'm, we're gonna get more multiverse stuff in this. We're gonna get Gwen this. We're gonna Gwen that. I think that Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness is going to be Easter Egg City. There's gonna be, yeah. he's gonna be like traveling through stuff, and it's just gonna be so much. Are you gonna see this scene five times because your brain is gonna be so overloaded with like, oh my god, was that Captain Carter? Oh my god, was that yeah. um, an X Men? Oh my god, was that this? Like that's where I think this is all going. And I think we're. I think Loki's going to tie into that one. I Loki think we got to get Loki in some one. way. You, maybe yeah. they'll set up Kang for Quantum Mania at the end of this one. At the end of that yeah. one. Yeah, I think. I think Kang. I. I first I thought that Kang was going to be the guy, but I actually think that Kang is going to be one of one of the villains of this next sort of um, decade of of well, not decade necessarily, but this next phase. But I think there's something even bigger. So I'm really, I'm really curious. The more and more they go without dealing with that, I'm just there's something. There's a long game they're playing that I'm really excited. Because think of all the stingers we got in a um, Shang Chi and all the internal mm. stuff. There is so much coming, and I just am. I I think that because we were used to Endgame recently, like we forget that we waited so long to yeah, tell I know, you're that right. full saga <laughs> well jamie and i were talking last night like how long did phase one take and it was 2008 to 2012 only i only oh remember 2012 God. because we've seen that number a million times in the most yeah. recent stuff we've been watching but like <laughs> yeah. again they were still figuring it out and now it's more of an operational machine so yeah uh, I and think the tv that- shows bring a whole new uh uh landing strip to tell stories a whole and new to- layer launch off into other yeah so i'm hoping speaking of that i'm hoping that once um boba fett starts and hawkeye ends like i'm so excited for the last episode of hawkeye once once hawkeye ends and boba fett starts i think we'll get the announcement of the next show because think of it this way boba fett is from december 29th through the first week in february assuming that if there are six episodes of that if there are eight or more than that it'll be you know go into february and then we get Doctor Strange in May. Yes. There's something in between Boba Fett and Doctor Strange. And I don't know if Disney Plus is going to do two shows at once. Like, I don't know if they're mm-hmm. going to do Kenobi and She-Hulk at the same time. Like, I'm mm-hmm. wondering what the next one is going to be. Are they going to give us are they going to give us two Star Wars in a row? Are they going to give us like Star Wars Marvel and then the movie and then another Star Wars? You know what I mean? I don't I don't know. Yeah. I'm I'm very curious to see where the schedule ends up being. Ooh, that is interesting. I'm just so happy that Chiwetel Eiji 4 is back as Baron Mordo. Yeah. And did we see Cassilius? Who was the guy with the ponytail falling? Oh, that's what I didn't. I, I, that's what I thought it was, too. I, hey, Mads Mickelson, anything for Mads is, anything. is okay for me. Give me, give me Grindelwald. Give me. Give I'm me more excited Cassilius. for Grindelwald now because of him. I know. Or what is it? Do. The Secrets of Dumbledore? The Secrets of Dumbledore. Yeah, whatever. We'll do that one. Yeah. Cool. All right. Well, that's the end of our stingers <laughs> yeah i'm sorry 